Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to give a huge shout out to my next and probably my most favorite guest ever, Bella, aka Bella Brave. You may remember Bella from season three. It's hard to believe it's been a year already. Diagnosed with three rare conditions, Bella and her family have been leading the conversation, awareness, and fight for Bella's continuing health challenges. The good news is Bella, along with the support of her mom, Kyla, dad, and brother, Waylon, and her incredible team of doctors are still working hard to find the best medical solutions. The even better news is that you can help support Bella and her family by purchasing any item off the Bella Brave website. I recently purchased my Bella Brave blue crew neck sweatshirt, and I absolutely love it. There are also t-shirts, mugs, and new items like crop hoodies and more. So please go check it out. The site is www.bella-brave.com. If I have ever brought you any value in this show through my content, episodes, or encouragement, it would really mean the world to me if you could help support Bella and her family by purchasing any item off of her site, if you're able to do so. Thank you for all your love and support. And now let's get into this week's awesome episode. There we go. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining me again this week. I hope you had an amazing week and you're having a great weekend as well. Um, I am here with probably one of my absolute all-time favorite guests, Bella. Hi, Bella. Hi. (laughs) How are you? Good. That's good. You look so pretty in pink today. You and mommy are matching. Thank you. Yeah, you picked out this sweater all by yourself. You have such a good fashion sense. Yeah, and I want to say at the top of the show, I I received my Bella Brave sweatshirt um, from you, and it's so nice and so cozy. So uh, we'll give people the information at the end of the show so they can go and get their own sweatshirts too. It's very nice. So for those who uh, may remember, you guys were on the show about a year ago. And we yeah, heard- exactly a year ago. Yeah. Was it exactly a year today? Yeah, I think it was the night. That um, is uncanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, is when crazy. I was going- yeah, I was, I was sharing, I shared our last episode we did with you on my Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure it was May 9th. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. It's so funny how that yeah. happened. Wow. Eight or seven. Eight? You're nine now. Uh Yeah, you would have been eight. (laughs) You're born in December. My brain is still trying to work. I wore my my slippers out in public yesterday, so that was fun. (laughs) I saw that. Do you know how many times I've done that? And and I've gone, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I've gone out of the house with my pants on backwards, like my yoga pants. No, I've done that so many times. Like it's, it's you get home and you're like embarrassante. I've gone out with them inside out. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. That's a good one too. It, hashtag mom life. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a mom of two little fur babies, so I I don't know if I can claim oh. that, but I don't know. <laughs> I have two little I have two little puppies. <gasps> what are their names? I have one boy, his name is Spencer, and I have one little tiny little girl, her name is Maggie. Oh, uh, Spencer Maggie. What yep. kind are they? 
they are a little uh shih tzu cross breeds so <gasps> yeah cute. tiny little yeah. I can uh, show you a picture. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to see if I can bring Maggie up? You could see her. Oh, she'll yeah. bring her. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. So you can see what they look like. Here you go. Here's Maggie. Oh. Ah. <laughs> oh, wait, what? That's what they look like. They kind of look like chihuahuas. Yeah, a little chihuahuas. <laughs> and then Spencer is a little bit bigger. Yeah. And he's in I'm his uh, some pictures. He's in his man cave right now. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They are a handful. They're they're a handful for sure. <laughs> so if you could, I, I would love to for those um people watching or listening to the show today who aren't familiar with Bella's story, maybe you could briefly touch on um your journey Bella's story what you're dealing with that kind of thing so we could just get caught up and then maybe we can talk about some some life management stress management stuff at the end that'd be great yeah do, do you okay. want to start sweetheart or do you want mommy to go right, mama. okay I will I'll kind of give a summary and then if I miss anything you let me know okay okay um so yeah if you're new to our story we've had uh a Bella's lifelong medical journey has been something we've shared online to help uh, mommy yeah remember the time when I um 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 it was um I stayed in hospital for my eighth birthday yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah you spent a few birthdays in hospital uh-huh. um and, and, yeah. and my eighth one was super fun yeah we uh-huh. had some special friends make it uh-huh. special uh-huh. and I was like in the uh ambulance saying get out of the way <laughs> you were the driver yeah we, needed, yeah we needed to take a road ambulance to hospital that time was that septic shock that was a lot that is escaping my brain right now but I do know we had to take the ambulance that day um, no, air ambulance was when you had septic shock. We took air ambulance. Uh, is um, that the one? Is that the one where I had area voice? Yes. Yeah. So, um, like I was saying before, Bella's had so Bella's nine. So we've we've been in hospital over. I lost count, but we're we're close to a thousand nights in the hospital. I've had twenty six right. surgeries. Twenty six surgeries, and all due to the fact she was born with three real rare conditions and as an aerial voice i mean lost my voice yeah you've been intubated so bella says that's like having an aerial voice when she loses her voice okay okay so aerial from the uh the little mermaid yeah yeah that's and cute. so bella was born with um dwarfism so she's little mm-hmm. um that's called cartilage hair hypoplasia and and her form was quite difficult to diagnose because she has a rare form of it. And that's kind of like her theme um, because her bowel disease is called Hirschsprungs. And she also has a very rare form of that, which is called long segment Hirschsprungs. And it's affected her bowels so much that her specialists have searched um, for her possibly having a bowel condition that has not been seen before. Mm. Or a very, very rare form of Hirschsprungs. So that's taken 
a large chunk of her small bowel and her entire colon away. And so the issues it's caused for her has, has caused her bowels to be what they call in like bowel failure. So they don't work like yours and mine. And, and so she's waiting for a bowel transplant. Um, and we manage what her bowels can do. We manage at home with IV fluids and medications um, until the call comes. And then her third diagnosis was uh, is called SCID, and that means severe combined immune deficiency. So right. in, in layman's terms, she was born with no immune system. So no T cells, B cells. She couldn't fight the common cold. And um, with a mix of those two, you know, she was born in the hospital and we didn't, we spent the first two years of her life in hospital trying to uh, work through those conditions. Right. Yeah. And then um, up until, you know, from, from since she was born there until now, it's been a series of long hospitals, long-term hospital stays. Yeah. And so with the, the, those compounding um, conditions, has it led into other, um, you know, tertiary things that, that can go on? And especially when you mentioned the immune system, does that, is that something that fluctuates and changes all the time, like you know, seasonally or do things get compounded with that? Um, mostly with her, um, with her immune disorder, uh, immune deficiency, I should say, um, her, her bone marrow transplant when she was one, um, essentially is the treatment and that's meant to give children a, a brand new immune system and and that worked for Bella it was successful but she did have complications post which means that her her b cells just didn't recover so those are your infection fighters so she receives monthly IVIG which is an immune booster infusion every month to help her keep those infection fighters um you know at a good level um so we we thank anybody and everyone who can donate plasma because that's what makes this IVIG for uh, people like Bella to stay alive and protected. Um, and um, with her bowel management, it's it's an ongoing trials and um, tests and trials that, you know, make management really hard, but we do our best. Her teams are awesome to help you know, get us in and out of hospital as quickly as possible to help right. her get back to like normal life at home and friends and school. Now, I know you can never really be prepared for, you know, something of this magnitude, but did you know when you were pregnant with Bella, when you were having Bella, when you were going to have Bella, that did you know that you were going to run into some of these complications? Were you, was there any heads up about things that might have, you know, um be challenging there, for you yeah there was there was a heads up but my husband and I never recognized it it was you know our 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 physician was very thorough um now looking back I can see what the signs were but we never sure. recognized them at the time right what were the signs? well we mostly her your physician or my physician mostly thought that you might be tiny and so she realized that by my second trimester when when um my you know, in utero, Bella's weight had plateaued. And um, so she booked me for like a 4D MRI ultrasound, um, like went very into a lot of detail on making sure she was going to be okay. 
or my my child I didn't know she's going to be a girl <laughs> yeah um I'm a girl. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> after all that testing you know it was kind of scary going through it like what what are they trying to find they right. they really didn't they couldn't tell anything other than you know what she's got an excellent heartbeat she sounds and looks healthy in utero she might be a little small and that's all they really knew um so I really had no idea the complications that would come after she was born right um and so she was born and we were in hospital for three days because I had a c-section with her and uh you were actually like a week late they never could get her birth date right my due date was I had like a month-long range of due date dates because of her growth yeah um so it's kind of funny because actually the second ultrasound like at 20 weeks showed the correct time but they just never believed it because her weight was so her growth was so different right it's throwing it off yeah yeah but it actually was the most accurate um I think my date range was from mid-November to mid-December and she was born December 6th Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, we really never knew anything when she was born. Um, you started like breastfeeding right away. And, and the only thing that changed on day three was that she hadn't pooped yet. And then she started vomiting uh, green bile and they were concerned about a blockage in bowel. Yeah. And was that sort of the impetus to f- of finding out all of these um, complications that she had? Did it, And that's where it kind of started. Was that day three moment? Yeah. Yeah. My, my husband, like, I really didn't see anything but the bowel issue. None of us knew about the immune deficiency when she was born. Right. Um, but, but later on we realized, okay, that's a huge reason why we couldn't get her out of hospital. We couldn't get her off of oxygen. And that could take, that could take a little bit to, to diagnose to any yeah. immune complications. Or well, disorders. actually like, now that so every I believe it's every state in the U.S. now has newborn skid screening okay great um so that's like a tiny little you know blood test when your baby is born um and Canada and Saskatchewan specifically did not have that when Bella was born but right. more provinces have it now um yeah if, if we would have had skid screening at Bella's birth we that would have saved us surgeries and an entire year in hospital right right yeah so really when she was born we really only um thought we were dealing with the bowel disease Hirschsprungs and uh they flew they flew us to our nearest children's hospital and she had surgeries on her bowels at three days old and then from there many many complications came up but we just didn't understand what they all were until right you know she was closer to a year old yeah and you have some really wonderful teams. You know, you've been th- through a number of hospitals. I know Ronald McDonald House as well. You've probably you've stayed there quite a few times and um, a lot of different facilities. And tell us a little bit about how the team works and how you work with the team and how you work together and and what that kind of looks like. I really think um, there's been a lot of pioneering um, you know, intertwined in our life because there was just, things were not the same. Even the connections we had to social work, the connections our Saskatchewan teams would have to Alberta, to Toronto, to like Europe. Mm. Um, those really 
we were kind of the first for a lot of them, for a lot of them. And they are all of Bella's medical teams. Every, almost every single time needed to look elsewhere, like needed to look internationally for support. I know our genetics team, um, you know, they hit a wall and they looked to Alberta for help. Um, They've also looked to California and her immunology team has followed protocols that are carried out in um, England, in Europe. And so really from the start, her teams had to adjust to like, okay, this is rare. We've never seen this. Who else in this world can support us? And that really wasn't common then. And, you know, the nurses and the doctors and the teams involving parents in a lot of the the child's in-hospital care was also not as common. I remember for a while being the only parent in the hospital by my child's side 24-7 and thinking, you know, you know, in Saskatchewan, we would have three or four other patients in Bella's room. And I'm just like, where are these? Where is their mom, their dad, their caregiver? Like, why am I the only one here? Like 24 seven, like I just couldn't leave her. Mm. Um, and I think it's, you know, our medical teams have done a much better job building um, that ability to involve parents and caregivers in the child's care in hospital in a lot better ways. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think, do you think maybe it's partly because it's, it's I can't imagine how difficult it is um, for you some days um, and just being a parent and having you know your child sick even when your child's sick with like a you know a cold you just feel the empathy that you have for your baby is just you know is, is yeah so I think it's, and so it's it's it might be yeah. it's so probably hard for people to some some parents to be at the hospital at some time um, well there's you know there's um people like I I mean of course I was, I was fortunate enough to be able to take Matt leave yeah. um, like I would be like, I would be like you, I would be there all the time like I wouldn't be able to leave yeah yeah but I can I, imagine for yeah. some people it might be so difficult to yeah. see their child in that way that it might be hard for them yeah. to be there or after you know after talking to a lot of parents you know they just they're so scared right they're frozen right. and they you know, they trust and they understand, okay, the medical professionals do what they need to do. And I'm going to step away and let them do that. Whereas I'm, I'm a lot different. I very could not. Yeah. I'm very hands-on. I needed to know what was going on and, and very, very engaged. Yeah. I had to be very engaged because so many physicians were telling me they did not know. Right. This was rare. I've never seen this. And so they depended a lot on my eyes and ears that have been around her 24 seven right. to gain clues of symptoms and situations that they just couldn't see because n- no one was around her as much as I was. Right. And so because there was so much of that in the beginning, so many unknowns, um, I felt also like I couldn't leave because they're like, okay, they're relying on me to yeah. see signs and symptoms to help them figure out how to help her. I felt like I couldn't leave her side. Yeah. Um, and sometimes also things her, look her, different at home yeah. than they do in hospital too, right? The different mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. Yeah. And her bowel disease was so relentless in the, in the beginning. Bella was vomiting. 
as an infant, she was vomiting five to 15 times a day. Oh my goodness. Um, because her bowel blockage, they just couldn't figure them out. Right. Um, yeah. Um, she's going to text my husband because my yeah. four-year-old is <laughs> playing the drums on his door. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> how, how, I was going to talk about Waylon. Yeah, we're going to talk about Waylon after because he's such a he's such a little angel as well too. But Bella, let me ask you a few questions if that's okay. Yeah. Because one thing I love about all of your posts and seeing you on Instagram, every time I see your videos on TikTok, you are so happy and positive, and you make everybody feel so amazing. And the one thing that you always promote is for everybody to be brave. How does that feel to know that you're making everybody brave and smile every day? It feels good. It feels good. Yeah. <laughs> how are you, how are you able to stay so brave when you're going through all of this? It's just really fun. Yeah. There can be lots of fun parts. Uh -huh. to yeah. You had, you recently had a fun um, little activity day with some princesses. Yes. They Do you want to tell me so about that? Yeah. Yeah. You tell her, tell her how that went. We, we, we got a message from princess Anna back in 2020. Um, so we, Bella, you guys became like really good friends over zoom chat and then she contacted me and, and now that they're able to meet in person, this is the first time Bella got to meet her in person. That's exciting. So these are the yeah. Disney princesses. Yeah. And they're, oh, they're always so awesome. They always yeah. help you like get through hard times. Hey. Do you have any yeah. favorite moments of meeting any of your favorite princesses or meeting anybody that really stands out for you? I like Ariel. Ariel's your favorite? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ariel mailed you a princess certificate and a, an official crown. Uh, don't she sent me like an Ariel Mermaid doll? Yeah, a whole like gift box and um you guys did like special um like what do you call them when you like cover your chest and you say like a a special, a special promise uh -huh. yeah do you remember wow. any of the special promises um i can't forget be, like, <laughs> be kind be kind be brave help others uh -huh. have fun yeah. share joy they're good at that yeah. So Bella, do you have any advice for any other kids uh, or moms or dads that are going through any of the challenges that you might be experiencing or any challenges of their own? What would you want to say to them? Just have fun. Just have fun. Yes. How yeah. do you, how do you stay so positive, Bella? You're always smiling. How do you do it? I just, I'm just so happy. You are. you are a happy little nugget. Guess what? Mama playing the movie was on this morning. Oh. I think Bella's really, she's so good at teaching. Like, I'm a teacher, and she's so good at teaching me. Like, I see her 
I see her it's so simple like just have fun right yeah and it's like no like there's so many hard things that come up and we've gotten dealt a lot of them absolutely and she she continues to just find the fun and I'm like yes this like I don't need to let my mind spiral into all the negative things that may come up or may not or have happened or you know what just have fun like just focus on what the fun parts are and hang on to those and she helps me relearn that every day (laughs) she's a lot better at that than lots of people I think (laughs) yeah and and you know a lot of that comes from you too and I I don't know if you give yourself enough credit for that but I when I watch you and I see you and I see how engaged you are and I see um all of the things that you're willing to learn and how hands-on you are you know it's so easy for for someone to to get down in the negative and think about all the things that could go wrong and I just you just put on such a brave face and a brave front and you just you get in there boots on the ground hands dirty you know you want to learn everything and there's such a sense of remaining positive and an overall sense of gratitude that I think really shines through in both you and Bella and your whole family. Like, it's great to see Waylon on some of your posts and it's great to see your husband and you guys are always smiling. And I think, you know, that really says a lot. That really does something for your spirit. It does something for your energy, you know, Mm -hmm. just to, to stay brave, to stay positive, to keep smiling through it all. You know, that, I think that really helps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, a couple things like just to like add to that you know my my mom brought me up in faith like in christian faith and always taught me to have faith and yeah and the power of prayer and that's kind of been my base you know yeah and then to to build on yes yeah and and to build on that i i mean i started wanting to share because we were in isolation so much in hospital and i had so many families and friends that cared and they, and I, it was our way of communicating. And then that grew into, you know, more online sharing because I, I began to receive messages of like moms and caregivers and other families and kiddos where they're like, what you shared really helped me in this way. And that was so helpful and healing for me right. that I'm like, okay, this is, this is helping others. And I wanted to continue sharing to not only like be a good communicator, but to help other families that are going through similar things. And I always try to be real without being too negative. Cause I, right. I don't want, I don't want people to think like, Oh, they're always happy. Like they're always smiling. It must not be real. And it's like, no, it is. But just remember, you know, online is such a small segment of our life. Yes. And I also, you know, I want to share joy and I want to share as much bravery as we can, because I don't want other little kiddos going through hard times to be scared. You know, I want them to gain strength and gain help and bravery from what we share. I don't want them to gain any fear um, or negative worries, you know? Right. And you create, you create yeah. this, this, this community support system, you know, that just expands into different parts of the world. And, and I'm sure since you've, you've been on this journey with Bella, you've found a a lot more parents and kids who are going through maybe not the exact same things, but similar things. 
Um, yeah. And, yeah. And then, you know, it, it makes it a little bit easier um, for you as well, because you're talking about being in isolation and, and, and then you don't feel so alone too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I love what you said about being a good communicator, because yeah. even though you're going through scary things, it's important to not scare yourself and others when you're explaining all of yeah. these things that you're challenged with. And you do such a great job in spite of the challenges. And, and, and that's, uh, that's really a gift. So you absolutely are a, an amazing communicator. And um, um, that's, part of it being real. I love that part that you said, be, just being real, because you do want to be honest about the things that you're going through, yeah. but let people know that there is, you know, a brighter day coming, you know, not all things are bad and you can get through it. Um, and as Bella tells us, there are some fun times too. I know, I know, I know that you mentioned Bella's just recently been through a, a couple of rough days, so she's a little tired too. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, she, 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 you're, yeah. you're, you're doing so well, Bella. Thank you for being on the show. <laughs> we spent the last two weeks in hospital, and we got home on Friday. Um, I mean, it was a planned stay, but it. It was a lot on her little body, um, yeah. going through some more tests and trials to help her, um, her permanent IV and to help her bowels. And, um, yeah, it's, it's always a lot. It's a lot. And the last few days have been, um, adjustments. Right. Um, because you've just come up with a new plan too, right? A new, yes, a, a new, um, treatment plan. plan. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're adjusting to that and, it, and it's a lot for her little body to get used to and, yeah, it takes some time. So, yeah. so briefly, what does uh, a, an average day look like for you in terms of like all the meds and the prep and yeah. all that kind of stuff, just to give people an idea of what an, an average day for you and Bella look like? Yeah, I mean, and and recently it it's changed a lot for the better, which is good. Right. But we're still, you know, we still have a specific plan with her physicians and then backup plans on that. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, it used it the main difference is it used to look like me prepping either the night before or the morning of, I would have to prep about 15 to 20 different syringes of medications and supplements and vitamins. And a lot of them were more time specific throughout the entire day from seven in the morning till seven at night. Right. So, um, I still do that, but I have a lot less now. I, I only have to prep a mixture of all the ones that are compatible and and give that i only need to access her for medications and supplements about three to five times a day now okay instead of 15 to 20 three to five so that's huge yeah um and so it'll be you know prepping her meds and vitamins in the morning and then um administering those when i need to bella like a typical day she'll go to school um <laughs> yeah and her her nurse at school has a couple that she gives her as well at noon. And then every other night she receives IV fluids, which is her, um, her IV nutrition, which is a lot less now than it used to be. She can eat a lot of her, you know, oral, right. Like eat by mouth yeah. um, or G tube with the certain mixtures that we have been able to compile. 
kind of like a, it's kind of like, I call it a mixture, but we basically her pharmacy in Calgary and her and her team there work together and me, cause I'm like, okay guys, Bella's getting sick of me accessing her G-tube and giving her meds like 15 times a day. Can we right. put this all into one? Like, just figure it out. Like, make it less for me, please. <laughs> make it less for me. But on top of that, it needed to also be something her bowels would accept. Like, we can't just give her these giant horse pills or right. you put them to in absorb this, everything. In and, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So uh, they were happy to, for the first time, they've never done this before, but they basically made I call it like a like a super like Gatorade yeah. drink or like a like a Powerade it's kind of like it's, it's like the Bella aid yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but there's like there's if you took the sodium out of it like she has needs it requires a certain amount of sodium uh-huh. if you took the sodium out of it it tastes like an orange creamsicle soda okay there you go. It's actually pretty. I really liked it. Bella's like, that's a little sweet. Like she's not a big sweets fan. Okay. Um. So then I just give it to her to GT. I like gummies. You like, like gummies? gummies. Yeah. I'm a gummy. I'm a gummy girl. You're a gummy girl. <laughs> You're a gummy girl. I'm Do you like the gummy, gummy worms yeah. or gummy bears? I'm a gummy, 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 gummy yeah. <laughs> you have. You do you like gummy bears or gummy worms? Every single gummy in the world. Every single gummy <laughs> in the world. And do they have to be any kind of special gummies, like sugar-free or just, or it could be any gummy? Sugar-free helps. Yeah. yeah. Sugar-free definitely helps. Um, a, a, Too much sugar. Like, it's not that Bella can't have sugar, but her, her bowels are so okay, sensitive. A lot of sugar yeah. can just promote a lot of bad bacteria that yeah. can cause her pain. And yeah. Yeah. Do you introduce oh, a probiotic at all? Yeah, so she, we have to be very careful. Basically, Bella's bowels are not like anybody else's. Right. So um, they're very, very different. So even like we've trialed probiotics and Uh and basically they're almost like, um, like, oh, it's hard to explain, but um, think about how a normal bowel works. Hers is the opposite. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's unique. Her needs are unique. Yeah. Very unique. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So yeah. Things that would, things that would work for the average normal bowel would not for her it could be right. even quite dangerous in some cases. And it's just her rarities and, um, you know, and this is all based on her, you know, her amazing physicians that have actually biopsied it, taken right. sections out, looked at it, tested it any test you can think of under the sun they know they've been in there they've seen it they know how this bowel can and can't work and yeah yeah does it ever get a does it ever get annoying sometimes when you talk to people and they say oh have you tried this before have you tried vitamin c have you tried and you're like i got it (laughs) that was the case in the beginning now another reason why i enjoy sharing because the more people understand, the less I get that. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I'm just like at the beginning, it was like, oh, whoa, guys, like you don't, yeah. you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. know. Yeah, and, yeah. And oh my gosh, there was so many times I could have just totally went like crazy on them, but I'm like, no, it's easier to just smile and nod and let it be and be like, you know what? 
I'll just, we've tried that or we didn't, or you know what, maybe I'll give it a shot in the background. I'm like, absolutely not. Not (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right after this meeting, can we go live? Oh, we haven't done a TikTok live in forever. Oh my gosh. We usually, we usually don't do TikTok lives in, in hospital. Just number one, we're too busy. And the last time we tried, they kicked us off because I'm like, Oh no. TikTok is so strict. Yeah. They're strict. Like, yeah. I think I left, I like moved out of the screen for like two seconds to talk to her nurse. It was and just Bella. Like, Your life is ended. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just yeah. Bella. Your life ended. I'm like, oh. Yeah. They're really strict. They're really strict. <laughs> and then we're banned. <laughs> and they ban you for like three days. It's like, okay, I'm not like selling arms and, yeah. you know, I'm not an arms <laughs> dealer. Like, <laughs> literal. <laughs> well I wanted to ask one more question I wanted to touch on one more thing before we maybe get into sort of the the positive mental health stuff as well too um and and that is that Bella is on the transplant uh list right yeah Um, yes so could you tell us a little bit about that and explain how that all works and um and what the what the hope is there yeah so Bella was placed on the transplant list in 2020 because of her bowel failure, right? Like her bowels can't function. Um, and also because of her loss of vascular access. So right, because of the m- multiple surgeries she's had, like um, her vessels just are not um, as open as they used to be. And you, you have to have an open permanent IV, usable Viable. IV to get transplant. Yeah. Um, so they're like, okay, we, we need to get this transplant. We need to list her. So this, so she gets these new bowels. Um, and it's important to talk about because there's still so many people that don't understand that not every organ can come from a live donor. Right. And I mean, as hard as it is to talk about our only hope, a, a major part of our hope for Bella to receive new bowels is that people talk about this with their families because you can't just register a five-year-old or a 10-year-old for organ donation. It happens in the moment when that family is going through the worst tragedy of their life and then they get asked, are you willing to donate your child's organs? That's how my child will be saved from her terrible bowel disease that is, you know, taken so much of her, you know, childhood to you know put her in hospital put her through you know she needs two injections a day that she goes through um long-term hospital stays all the time to manage these bowels and um bella fully understands what this bowel transplant could do for her she she knows it would mean a life without needles and food restrictions and pain and uh you know it's um the discussions out there matter the most, the more people understand that, that, that really matters, um, to us. And, um, we're just here to educate. Did you want to go lay down for a little bit, sweetie? No, I want to go live. We will later. We're just going to finish chatting first. So it's, it's quite a lengthy process in that respect because, um, yeah, for, for yeah. those who are, are struggling to understand maybe a little bit deeper, what that means is that essentially, um, another child has to pass before you are able to get, um, 
a, a donation for 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 Bella. Um, yeah. So her her team in Toronto Sick Kids is where her transplant would take place. And so what they they are in contact with every ICU in Canada, every PICU. Right. And so, and, and Bella's on the top of the list waiting. So they know her blood type, they know right. the size. And we do know that it would be another, because the size is so important, it would be like, it can't come from an adult. Right. Um, and she's listed, she's able to wait at home. And, you know, some kids aren't, some kids are waiting in hospital. And, mm -hmm. and I hope and pray that we don't ever need to wait there. I, yeah. I really hope that the more people are able to understand and share. And then if, if that situation comes up for a family and they are able to donate. Um, if we would have to wait, I would want to wait in sick kids. Yeah, you you really enjoy the sick kids hospital and your team there, right? The, yeah. It's hard explaining having a child that enjoys being in hospital. Right. <laughs> It's just like heartbreaking and heartlifting at the same time because it just speaks to what our teams in Canada do for kids like her. Right. That she is like excited to go back. Um, she'll face another surgery. She'll face more testing, but she she knows the fun and the joy that it can bring to being in that place. It's and just isn't it so great mind blowing to me. Yeah, but it's so great that they have the resources to be able to bring a little bit of comfort to kids in that position. Um, yeah. Instead of just being such a sterile environment, they really work hard yeah. to, to, you know, yeah. incorporate a lot of activities and bring people in yeah. like, you know, the Disney characters and things like that. So, so that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, yeah. you're doing so well, Bella. I'm so proud of you. You are such an inspiration to me and to so many people. And we, I just love seeing your face. I just love seeing all your, your videos and your TikToks. And I love seeing your dancing. You got some moves, girl. <laughs> We've really enjoyed doing dance TikToks where like, I'll surprise Bella yes. with this song she heard. And then she's like, oh, I kind of like this. <laughs> yeah, we got to do more of those, hey? I love that. Yeah. Well, if I could focus on you for a little bit, um, uh, just to talk about sort of the the mindfulness and the mental health aspect of just being a mom, being a parent, you know, a parent of two, because you have a, you have a son as well, um, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot that you go through uh, in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year, and it's been a long journey, as you said um, before. And I know you briefly were um, posting, asking, you know, for tips and tricks on, you know, how to deal mm -hmm. with stress management and stuff like that. And which is so great that you have that ability to reach out and you have this community that you've built around you. And, and so I'm just wondering what, what does it look like in sort of in your world, in your mind space, when you're trying to deal with all of the stress and, um, the anxiety and probably the sleep deprivation and all of that, that, that goes along with, with yeah. managing your day to day. Yeah, it, it really, you know, for me, it really started with, um, just never really, I was just always on go. I was just, I was on go mode, like go, 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 go. And we'll sleep later. I'll sleep when I'm dead basically and yeah. 
Yeah. That's how my mind worked. And I'm like, okay, well, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And then it got to a point where my body had said, no, right. I'm not doing this anymore. And it just started throwing so many, um, like (laughs) malfunctions at me. Like I would get to a point sometimes where I was so stressed out, I couldn't put words together. Um, you know, anxiety would wreak havoc on, on my mental health with physical, you know, uh, physically, and it would cause me to think, you know, I was having heart problems. Um, and then just the fear and the stress would like snowball from there. And at that point I started telling myself, okay, I need to get help. I need to reach out. And from there I had, you know, my doctor and my mental health nurse say, okay, now you need to start building a toolbox that you can get tools from to help yourself. And then that really, you know, flipped a switch with me. Like, okay, I, I can't go through a life. I don't want to go through a life of fear and worry and anxiety if I can't even help myself. Um, so then I really took charge in finding what helped me. And a lot of that came from, you know, people online, like uh, physicians, uh, people that, um, you know, psychologists that work with people with anxiety, my own, um, and every loving person out there that has messaged me back with ideas that have helped me as well. Have you, have you tried this? Have you tried that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what are some of those, yeah. what are some of those tools in your toolbox that you, that you access when you're feeling, you know, the stress, the pressure, <laughs> best tool of all. Yes. Bella is, she is, well, you're not a tool. You're, you're, my, you're, my. <laughs> you're a happy tool. <laughs> you, you, you. Yeah. He's pretending to be my, yeah, there you go. You're nuzzling me like the cutest little wrench there ever was. Do you incorporate any meditation or yoga or exercise or is it about the nutrition or how do you, what are some of the things that you do? Yeah, definitely. Um, breathing, um, focusing on breathing, um, asking for help. I know that sounds kind of cliche, but I have a a huge support system with my friends, my friends and family, just being able to talk to my friend or family, my husband, talking things out, talk therapy helped me hugely. Absolutely. That was a big one for me. Um, We do that's that's what we do a lot of at the clinic too. And it's, it's impacts are are phenomenal. Yeah. 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 A lot of, um, I mean, Bella's nurse at school, she's helped me she's given me so many breathing like reasons like logically thinking through what a panic attack or an anxiety is physically doing to your body mm-hmm. and understanding this like understanding what is going on mentally and what is actually going on physically <laughs> that's different yours is yours is a diet restriction mommy's is a mama's uh you know, fighting the, exa- you know, those mental monsters that like to trick your brain. Yeah. 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 Time I had 10 blueberries. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> You're not supposed to chew on things that have like skins and peels and they can but cause. But they were mushy blueberries. Yeah. 
<laughs> a lot of um, a lot of breathing, a lot of yeah. nutrition. Those are all really yeah. great great tips. Those have yeah. really helped. And like learning online, really like seeking out podcasts and yeah. um, it, like content creators that really understand, right? Um, you know, cortisol levels, uh, stress yes. levels, um, managing anxiety, um, talking to people that have been through it. Mm-hmm. It has really been big for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, are there any any positives uh, looking you're looking forward to in the next couple of months and weeks? And well, um, we have an exciting we have an exciting TV opportunity coming up. Yay! That's amazing. Yeah, we, we've been we've been contacted. I don't know if you know about the show uh, by Cook or by Hook. Okay. Um, so Bruce Cook is, I believe he's in BC and he was a very, I still not, cannot believe that. Yeah. He was a motocross, uh, racer, I believe, or does like tricks and flips and he got paralyzed mm-hmm. and he, he made it his life's work to help other people. And then I tell you, he did a double front off of a motorcycle. Yeah, that was pretty blown away by that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So he's he's going into, I think, fourth season of the show he's been able to create where he season four. He he helps people with special needs go on adventures. Cool. And so he has contacted him and his crew have contacted us and and, uh, hopefully we might be going on a adventure that will be brought to you uh via the internet at some point that's amazing (laughs) that's exciting um what else it's gonna be camping season soon so we get to go out go camping wow Um, i love camping yeah so fun yeah and you guys have the merch line i want to be sure to mention that too bella bella brave merch um, I have, I'm wearing the blue, uh, crew sweatshirt, but you have a ton of different stuff and you just brought out some new items as well too. some, some crop hoodies and you have mugs and hats and yes. Yeah. Our new spring really, line is out. I really like the new hats. You love the new hats. We have some really nice spring colors, four spring colors with our hats. And everything is mostly fox. Yeah. Like your little fox drawing we have on some or your Bella Brave logo. Fox, 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 fox. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really, it's special that we've been able to create this logo and then, and then create our own website to, you know, so 30 to 50% of every purchase goes to helping us. Yeah. And living in Canada, there are quite a few people that don't understand there's still a lot of costs, um, some so really major do, expenses yeah yeah absolutely yeah like like recently so bella's bowels don't absorb and work like yours and mine and so she right. needs she needs a lot of supplements in special form like magnesium zinc mm-hmm. um sodium calcium right. and she needs these at a medic like at their medications to her right. and our our healthcare system in Saskatchewan will not cover them because they are not actual medications. And 
And they can be um, quite so costly just, when you're getting, you yeah, know, because you need a yeah. certain a, a certain grade, a certain quality, you need a certain permeability for those supplements. Yeah. So yeah, they can be quite costly. We've yeah. even, yeah, like we've we've even had our physicians who are prescribing these supplements for Bella's bowels specifically for her. Mm. Um, they've written letters to our healthcare, you know, our government, and it's still, it's just still denied, you know. So there's there's situations out there like that, that there's a lot of cost to, um, such a large medical life. Yeah. So we appreciate, and we are very thankful for any support through our merch for, for those reasons, for sure. And tell people where they can go and get some merch and help support and get some great stuff to wear. Cause this is literally, this yeah. is one of my favorite sweatshirts. It's so comfy. It's just great. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we, we get so excited when we see people, sharing our merch because we know they're sharing bravery too right like absolutely they understand they understand our story and it and I mean it says right on there like be brave I mean that's good for anybody yep absolutely <laughs> um, yeah um so our website is bella-brave.com excellent so bella-brave.com and where can people find you on social media on on tiktok on are you guys on youtube are you your Instagram. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah mo most of our social media is under my name. Okay. Um, just so, um, you know, a lot, it, it's, um, Kyla CT. Yep. And that's our TikTok at Kyla CT. And my Instagram is at Kyla CT. And our YouTube is Kyla CT hashtag Bella Brave. And, um, yeah, we're definitely, our primary platform is TikTok. Yep. Um, we're at I think just about six million followers um That's and amazing. Instagram is I know it's crazy amazing. And, and Instagram we're verified on both as well and YouTube I need to do a little bit more work I'm trying to grow our YouTube Wasn't channel but like I've been very bad at it. it used to be medical mom hacks yeah but I changed <laughs> it yeah youtube is <laughs> youtube is a tough one see yeah they're funny. it's a tough one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They can, there's some restrictions there <laughs> too yeah. yeah with youtube yeah. well i i'm so happy that you're able to join me again today and bella thank you so much for just being such an inspiration to all of us and and making us laugh and smile and join you on your journey thank you so much you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I look forward to seeing all of your dances and your TikToks and your Instagram and staying in touch. And Kyla, thank you so much for sharing your story. I know it's 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 a lot to share. It's a lot to process to go through, and it's an everyday challenge for you. And um, whether you realize it or not, you know, with the best intentions, I truly mean you make it look effortless just because, you know, you've got your, 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 as you said, your, your faith base there and you have, you know, your mindset turned towards positivity and getting through the challenges day by day. And uh, I'm so happy to hear that you've put together, you know, your own personal toolbox of things to help you. And I hope that you continue to grow that. And and we're all here, too, in this community to help support you as well, too. So um, it's just really great to keep in touch with you. And I'm so glad to see you guys again. Oh, that means a lot. And thank you for helping us share through this platform. That means a lot to us. And we're very, very thankful for your time. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining me again. And everybody, we love the feedback. So 
don't be shy, you know, give us a comment, share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody.